I'm Balonius, Francine Marconi, and he makes eating corn on the cob fun for everybody at the barbecue by eating it in rows, like a typewriter style, and saying ding loudly at the end of each row. <laughs> Say hello to Eddie Barella. That's right. Corn. That's right. Shaking the money maker. Uh, you got to be very corn. Careful. Everybody's talking about corn. They took that corn kid, that song that we were playing, and mm. everybody's been, uh, you know, all over or were all over. I I mean, it's, like, pro- it's over by now. Yeah, I feel. I feel but, like you're, because everybody's you've been taking busy. that uh, song and then they are mixing it with their own stuff. Like I saw yeah. Danny Trejo. He has his own taco. I don't think factory or his own taco restaurant. I are you? And, can you hear me? Uh, what? Oh, I didn't yeah, think I hear you. <laughs> I was like, I was well, I wanted I was, to finish my sentence. Oh, no, no. See, you, <laughs> this, get, what you're getting is irritated Eddie because he's sleepy right now. No, I'm, not, he's been, I'm not irritated. I don't know if I've ever been scolded by Eddie on the show before. He wanted to finish his sentence. He didn't want to hear what I had to say. I'm worried to say anything now. Better not better well, I, shut up. I'll let Eddie take over from now. Well, uh, how dare I interrupt you no, talking no, about no. the corn kit? <laughs> uh, you know, two weeks ago, Eddie's like, who I'm is talking this? About, it's very important. Uh, two weeks ago, when it was still going on, I was trying to present it to Eddie, and he's like, what the hell's this? Now he's like, can't, he can't stop talking to you. I can't be interrupted. Oh, anyway. I need to, I need to talk about the corn I, kit. I, yeah. I, I, Eddie hasn't been sleeping, and are you not, you're not getting, yeah. Oh, um... Uh, I, I'm getting rest. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, that thing, uh, you're burning the candle on both ends. That, yeah. That's what's going on is all. Yeah. Oh, so, man. you know, it's okay. It's what happens sometimes. It's uh part of being a, uh, an adult. Sometimes you have to here's do Here's what it's I okay. want you to do is, uh, here's some soothing music for you right here. I just want you to. Oh, just, thank you. Just, so, just relax. This. How about- <laughs> sure, that'll make you feel right. Real. I hate co- that song so much. <laughs> like, I don't want to listen to that guy be horny. I'm, I'm done with that guy. I wanna lick, 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 lick you from your head to your toes, and I wanna from the bed down to the down to the floor, and I wanna. Why is everybody so horny in these songs? Stop it. We have a beautiful merchandise store where you can purchase things with our logo on it. And Eddie, uh, the other day you mentioned something about Tom Brady not really being a fan of people. Like, you know, he doesn't hang out with his football fans. So you said Tom Brady hates you. And now it's on a mug. I mean, that's the fact. (laughs) I don't think Tom Brady really wants to hang out with anybody who's rooting for him, watching him on NFL football. That's my opinion. I don't think he's jonesing to go to the little dive bar where you're hanging out and go sit at your table. He doesn't want to be there. He hates you. Tom Brady hates you. If you agree with Eddie's <laughs> sentiment, you can get some beautiful Mood Killers ankle socks that say Tom Brady hates you on there. Or a beautiful. How about a daddy duffel? 
You can shove all the things you need into a daddy getaway duffel and leave and fake your own death and never return. Or maybe right. you'd like Tom Brady hates you sippy cup. It's all there for you. <laughs> you do it. Just so many, as Eddie has said many times, they're keepsakes and treasures that you'll enjoy right. for years to come. And what I'm understanding so far, you have your Mood Killers camping goblet. The logo doesn't rub off, right? Well, I've, I haven't tried, but I don't think so. I've only, I've been washing it by hand very carefully. But yeah, I gingerly. don't advise putting any of these in the dishwasher though, because it'll, it'll probably fall apart. Well, they don't say dish, do they not say dishwasher safe? Because I think they have to be now legally by law or something. Yeah, oh, you, really? Yeah, yeah, Is that even, a law? Even the duffel bag. <laughs> you have to shove that in the <laughs> <laughs> But uh, hopefully, uh, I want somebody to, uh, you know, test it out. Let us know if the logo stays on. <laughs> uh, yeah. No rub off is what we're looking for. Maybe that's a logo we need to make. No, this logo doesn't rub off. <laughs> if the logo rubs off, then uh, well, buy another one. That's right. Big deal. Moodkillersmerch.com. Eddie, I have a little, really a quiz, but I'm going to give you some descriptions. <laughs> and I know because you, the other day, okay. I, was like, I was like, Eddie, I don't think he's happy with this. He's like giving you a quiz. He's like, oh, great. Uh, so I, I don't know what the hell to do. Here, here's what it is. Uh, guess the job. I'll give you uh, words All that right. uh, will give you clues, and then you guess what the job is. Some of them are people. Some of them are uh, products or machines, things like that. I'll just give you the descriptions, and then you decide what it is. Here's uh, the first one. This person, right. uh, this job, they diagnose and treat problems with teeth and gums and other parts of the mouth. What is the job? Proctologist, of course. <laughs> that is incorrect. The, what we were looking oh, for is oh. dentist. Oh, come on. These <laughs> number, are too hard. Number two. This one, <laughs> this job requires preparation of foods that are quick to make. Guess the job. Uh, an expert level microwave operator. I'll accept that. I think that's that's still, yeah. All right. Short, short order yeah. cook, whatever. It's the same thing, really. Sure. Here's another one. Uh, creates and delivers safe and effective exercise programs. Richard Simmons <laughs> is the profession. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if, if Richard Simmons, yeah, because Richard Simmons technically is a personal trainer when you think about it. I mean... He yeah, trained he, has, me. he delivers a program. Yeah. <laughs> My grandma used to send me Richard Simmons videos. Like she sent me a Fry Daddy, like a used Fry Daddy, like one that she had it around the house, with a Richard Simmons vi workout video, sweating to the oldies in the Fry Daddy. <laughs> that was a gift. Oh no, <laughs> I miss my grandma so much. Okay, uh, here's another one. That, that's great. The guess the job. It washes genitalia, the perineum, the inner buttock. An anus. <laughs> um, nurse? I'm going to go with nurse. <laughs> we'll accept that. Or we would have also accepted <laughs> bidet. <laughs> oh, the bidet is the profession? Yeah, well, it's a job. It's, you know, it's the thing that does the job. Uh, well, okay, got it. All right. It was invented by Francois Boulier in 1540, and it makes... Larger parts of food into finer parts of food. What is it? What does this what is job? A, a cheese grater, of course. Damn, you nailed it. <laughs> Good job. Wow. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah. 
That was uh, yeah, it was a cheese uh. guy. I was gonna give you a clue if you needed it because it was originally invented specifically for cheese. Can you imagine? It's well, that cheese. guy is my favorite inventor, Francois Bouillet. Bouillet. Some I, people like. Benjamin Franklin or Nikola <laughs> Tesla. No, I like the guy who invented the cheese grater. Francois Bouillet. Steve Jobs got nothing on him. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Now I'm asking Eddie to guess the job. I'm giving him descriptions of items and people, and he's got to guess what they do or what it, uh, what the job that the machine does or what the machine. You know what I mean? Right. Here's another one. This is a person. They practice writing the audio gain or alternately writing a song. To success and popularity. It's an actual description I took right from the internet of this profession. A uh, songwriter. I don't know. They practice writing the audio gain or alternately writing a song to success and popularity. This is the job of a radio DJ. <laughs> oh, riding the right. What that first part? What is that riding the? Uh, well, game? you know, like if you're doing a radio, you uh, you have your finger on the music level and you you're riding the gain. That's what that's what it described a radio DJ as. Oh, here's another one. This is a movable barrier that allows entrance and exit from an enclosure. What is the thing that's doing the job? Uh, well, that could be a traffic cone. Or, uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> it could be. Uh, well, well, we were looking for a door, but traffic cone is not wrong. <laughs> you know, like, all right, here's one. Oh, I, think well, you'll, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think that you remove the door. You just open the door. But, uh, but okay. <laughs> it allows entrance and exit from an enclosure. That's a door, right? <laughs> okay, that would, like, right. How could we overcomplicate these things that we use every day? Like, I know, exactly. Here, here you go. Uh, a scientist, guess the job, a scientist who studies and works to understand or predict Earth's atmospheric phenom. Uh, meteorologist. That is correct. I uh, uh, never forget that person on TV with a degree, meteorology, is a scientist, technically. So... That's pretty cool when you think about it. Really? Like those weather people on TV are scientists? I thought they just went no, to the No, not weather people. Like a, that's a person that's oh. on TV giving the weather. A meteorologist, though, is a scientist. That gives the weather? Okay. Yeah. Well, they have a degree in it. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, it's like a chef. Yeah. You know, like a chef has a degree in chefery, but the people around him may or may not have any kind of degree, but they're still cooking. But you know what I'm saying? they're doing all there they're chopping things and they're you know slicing cheese and grating whatever and melting whatever uh but then the chef is in the back going yeah well i'm the chef i get all the credit that's the same with a meteorologist they take all the credit here's here's one eddie i'm sure this will be simple it's a device with a, a pair of flat round surfaces about eight inches plus that crush balls of dough into sheets to flatten for eating. Can you guess what this um, is? Um, <laughs> uh, I would say a rolling pin, but that doesn't seem right. I don't know. At eight inches, it crushes balls of dough. Sometimes corn balls, sometimes not. Flattens them Tortilla for eating. Flattener. That is a tortilla maker. You're right. That's the same tortilla maker. flattener. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Tortilla flattener. All right, here. And finally, <laughs> uh, 
Can you guess what this is? A portable, double-sided, electrically heated, manufactured by Spectrum Brands and promoted by a heavyweight boxing champion. What is this? George Foreman Grill. That's right. Every time I think of a George Foreman grill, though, I think of that office episode where Michael Scott steps on it when he wakes up in the morning and then he goes to work with his foot all bubble wrapped. The best. Well, uh, Marconi, there's always news in the world of tech. This is how I named the segment. Are you ready? Tech news. You like it? Oh, we'll talk about. Is that clever? Tech news. I was going to ask you at the beginning of the show about the new are you going to talk about the new iphone because it just they just announced all that and i'm like i got yeah. eight more payments on my iphone 11 <laughs> like oh, you're coming out with yeah, 14 like what the hell well uh, it's the, it's the 14 yeah apple let's start there apple unveiled the new iphone 14 and uh, the big thing is satellite connectivity so that lets users send sos messages to satellites if they're caught in the middle of like the woods or something without any sort of service. So if you have some sort of an emergency and you're not by a cell tower, you won't get eaten by bears, I guess, which takes all the fun out of getting lost in the woods. Or you can call but, someone uh, and let them hear you get eaten by a bear. You know, either yeah. way, it's fun for everyone. Right. <laughs> like, here's the 911 call. That's right. <laughs> But I, the, you're on the iPhone 11. I think upgrading to the 14 might actually be good for you because the camera's better and all that. But if you're like, it, it's useless to upgrade one generation to the next. You have to wait at least three right. years, in my opinion. It's the right. same damn phone over and over Well, again. while I was in the ER uh, for seven hours getting my finger reattached after that horrible slicing accident, I right. noticed that one of the cameras on my phone, the little lens, had a crack in it. So I was like, well. Oh, no. Yeah, throw this in the. It's the first time I've ever cracked anything on an iPhone. Oh, geez, you never cracked a screen ever. No, never. So I guess uh, I'm trying to think. Is there anything different about the? The only thing I do is I put it down on the table. You know, camera side down, the lens side down. I don't put it. You know, have a case on it. Yeah. So I I don't I don't understand that because I don't want to put it down, uh, front side down all the time. Because then I'm either putting germs on the surface or getting germs from the surface onto the phone. You know what I mean? Even though yeah. It's, I mean, hey, does, does the iPhone 11 have the camera that sticks out in the back, or is it? Yep. In, yep. It, but only has two of out? them. The, the the next generations okay. have like three. I don't like that. No, either do I. I don't like I, when I set a phone down. I need it to be flat on the surface. Otherwise, I'm right. I I just I can't. I can't look at it. I can't. I can't make a phone me. call. I can't uh, take a photo. I don't want to do any of it. Right. I think Steve Jobs is spinning in his grave that these phones don't f- sit on a flat surface right. level. I mean, I think the guy was all about design. I think he would have been really upset with this. It's a design. It, it flaw. bothers me. If you're talking to a guy who's never cracked, even so much as cracked a screen, or almost not even scratched a phone. And I've and I've cracked yeah. the, the the lens on my camera. Are you kidding? The hell! So does it does it make the pictures blurry or anything like that? Not that yet. Just sounds I, really annoying. I think it's to yeah to the side enough to where it doesn't affect the overall okay. thing. But I don't really know. You know, I always think I'm excited because people are saying, "Oh, this is the best iPhone ever," or whatever. You know, every time you get a new one, and then for I I think I'm doing it wrong or have it the wrong setting. I'm like, why are my photos all grainy? And then 
this person takes masterful-looking professional photos. You know, they show them online. This entire movie was shot on an iPhone. And I'm like, not on mine. <laughs> mine, mine looks like grainy as yeah. hell. Yeah, it must not have been an 11. I don't know. I think the iPhone uh, 14 and the iPhone 13 does 4K. Didn't they? Didn't J.J. Abrams shoot that new Star Wars on an iPhone? <laughs> sure. I hope so. He went up to space with his phone and just shot it there in yeah. Tatooine. Yeah, and then they zoomed yeah, in. Yeah, it does great up there. <laughs> That's right. Well, we're talking about some tech news here because we live in a technological world. Mm. Technology's all around us right. everywhere we go, and it's it's taking our lives over. Now, have you ever thought about, you know, you know we have our smartphones now, but it's been uh, quite the revolution, but what is it going to be like in 20 years when it comes to smartphones? Have you ever pondered this? God, I what just want it to, to be I like? want it to end. I don't, I don't, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't want, honestly, I'm, I'm tired of the smartphone. It's overwhelming because, you know, I was thinking about all the things I have, like a, like TVs. And every once in a while they'll come out with a bigger TV and like, this one's better. You got to give this smart TV. I'm like, I just got, I hate that. I have two r big TVs, you know, large screen, like 65, whatever. And then they come out with a 75 inch and then you're like, I don't want to, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not buying it. Well, I think you're, you're in luck then because in 20 years, we're not going to have actual phones. According to some engineers, what they're doing is they're trying to make smart contact lenses. No. That have little tiny circuits no, in them you. and batteries. Well, if that's the only way to get a phone, no thanks. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they say uh, that phones will be more like mini servers no. that coordinate with all the different <laughs> devices. You're basically <laughs> where no. you have like a little no. you have a little server in your I, pocket. I, I then, protest against this so much. I'm so, I'm already tired right. of the current technology and how every year right. we've got to get a new iPhone and the way they make you uh the, you can't you can't afford the one you have, but you need the brand new one, right? Yeah, you're making right. You know, twenty five dollar payments on your phone bill to get the new phone that you already have. You're still making payments on, but you need the brand new one that just you know came out nine months later. What the hell is going on? Uh, in in twenty years, I mean, you don't have to worry about that. You'll, so you'll you'll walk out of the the apartment. Where you'll put in your smart contacts. You'll have your smart watch uh. and your smart eyewear. And then your little server in your pocket, no. which is the size of your uh, phone. <laughs> and there you go. The future is now. Please, God, You'll be walking no. around so cool. You'll be able to get all your notifications right on your eyeball. It, you know, Grubhub will be saying, hey, you haven't ordered from uh, Sanchez's in a while. Why don't you place an order today? It'd be so convenient to just have that. Get notifications in your, in your brain. Like, you, now, right. now they somehow, <laughs> you can't get it out. You can't turn it off. You can't unplug. Your your contacts are invaded by smartphone technology. Oh God, that's right. And uh, it's it's just gonna be so great. You're like driving through a school zone, and then all of a sudden, blocking your field of vision is a notification from Facebook saying that uh, your aunt just liked your post. You know? <laughs> so it's it just doesn't seem very safe to me. I don't know. Like who's gonna do this? And yeah, like, and it seems inconvenient too. I have to walk around with a server in my pocket. What is yeah. that? How many times have they tried to make these glasses work in different platforms, from Snapchat to I don't know, Google Glass, Facebook had it. Yeah, and, that's, and nobody wants it. Usually, it's like some yeah. dad is like, "Look how cool I am," and nobody 
that's, you know, under the age of 25 is into that at all. So then they can't, they can't get anybody to wear them. And so that's a failure. But now they're thinking about contacts. Please don't. Yeah. (laughs) It's not going to happen. No. Don't do it. Those are contacts that I hope get flushed down the toilet and drop them. <laughs> yes, sink. that's what I would do with them immediately. Eddie, what's something that needs to stop being passed down for generations? Somebody said cookie jars and other creepy kitchen items, but I was thinking about cookie jars and stuff like that. I would take my grandmother's cookie jar or my mom's cookie jars. Things like that. I like that kind of stuff. Not too much. Yeah. Just a couple of that, things. I like that. Know? A couple of things here and there are cool that have that 80s vibe. You recently bought those, that cooking ware. Uh, the corning, the corning ware, yeah. Corning, corning <laughs> like ware, my grandma yeah. Used to it has have. the little flower. I'm just going to tell people that it was my grandmother's, by the way. I'm not going to say. Oh, you, you might know, as well. <laughs> I got this off of eBay. Or I bought this brand new. I'm just going to be like, oh, past that. Because that's a lot more, like, if... If you tell somebody in a situation, oh, I uh, treasure these. I bought them brand new on a sale for their 65th anniversary. They're like, <laughs> what's wrong with this guy? So I just tell, right. oh, my grandma gave me these before she dropped dead. She handed these over. <laughs> no. How about uh, something that people pass down generation to generation? Wedding dresses. I think that that oh. is just really uh I don't know. Something about that that bothers me. Like, like your mom was wearing that wedding dress and... Your dad was just thinking about ripping it off of her later that night. And now you're and now wearing you it. You want to get in there, <laughs> and that way you can seduce your husband with the garter. Like, uh, there's something really weird going on there. Do Do any dads say this is the tuxedo I married your mother in? <laughs> like, does that yeah, ever it would be happen? Like, here's here's the here are the cufflinks that I was wearing uh, when <laughs> I married your mom. You can wear them or not. I don't care. But I'm just gonna put them here on the table and walk away. Right, yeah, that's as far as it goes. (laughs) (laughs) Right, it's no big deal. Yeah. You know, another thing that can be stopped from being passed down is expectations. You know, when when some of your family members have these expectations that you need to live the life that they never got to live, or they see you as your squirrely because you have dreams, and they don't want you. They're like, I didn't have dreams, so why should you? You know, I had to go to work. Right. I mean, my parents put a really unfair amount of pressure on me to go to college because they didn't go to college. Ah. And uh, I, I, looking back, it made me, it influenced me in a way in which I didn't make my own decisions at that age. And uh, not that I was wise enough to make all my decisions, but at the same time, you know, they threw me into lumps of student loan debt that I otherwise might probably maybe not have done or would have gone a different route, you know? And has, has the education you got from college then, has, have you ever used it in your, uh, your life or career? Yeah, actually, it's helped me out, but also I don't think it was entirely necessary. It was a good experience, but very expensive, and I probably could have used that money elsewhere. I'll just say I'm jealous that you have a degree in wigs. I do. <laughs> I do wigs. Yeah, it's a, a it's bachelor's. A, yeah, <laughs> that's right. How to how to pin them? How to put them on? How to take them off? How to make sure they stay on? That's a, there's a lot of there's a lot going on there. That's a whole course. That's you took like two semesters of that. That's no. I mean, I can get ready in the morning pretty fast with all that knowledge. So <laughs> it, it works. 
<laughs> Save you some time. We're talking about things that should stop being passed down by generations. Leave your message or text at 833-HI-IT'S-ME. 360 says, carry a family business. And that is a big one because I know, you know, like our uh, station 101.5, The Blitz, you know, that's owned by Johnny Kalog and he may or may not pass it on to his kids. I think he's looking to them like, hey, you want to do this? You don't, you don't like that? So I actually am kind of jealous of those people. If Now, it depends, though. If it's forced upon you and there are a lot of unrealistic expectations, then I don't like it. But say somebody has four kids or something and one of the kids is really interested in carrying on the family torch, yeah. I think that's cool. Like, why not? It just kind of depends on how it's done. Yeah, it's, yeah, if it's forced on them, no. But, yeah, if you're interested in it, like... If one of Johnny Kellogg's kids is really into radio and thinks it would be fun, then yeah, he should do it. Or as, uh, he has a daughter. Maybe she would like it. You know, you don't know. So uh, right. it's, it's kind of like one of those things where you just got to see. And I think, I mean, honestly, I, I always give Johnny Kellogg, our, our boss, a uh, hard time. But, you know, I don't think he would ever force any of his children to, to take on the family business. But some, <laughs> some dads do, though. You know what I mean? They they are they're like that. Our, our parents expect you to carry it on, and what if you don't want to? And you gotta say. I mean, no. that would be really demoralizing if there was a family business you had to get into, but your passion was somewhere else. But at the same time, like there's also a lot of security in that too. That I think is kind of cool. If yeah, you if your family has a successful business, and you know that by taking over the business, you're going to be set for life. There's something to that, but also must be really uh, draining because you're not doing exactly what you want to do. It's probably like horrible, like hell. Well, yeah, because hell you think Earth. about it, like what if you have uh, dreams and aspirations to be, you know, I don't know, uh, an actor or an actress and you had a chance to go to Hollywood and see the big lights and maybe uh, do do some acting, whatever. But your dad wants you to stay at the macaroni factory and uh, right. boil the macaronis. And, and right. you're... And you realize, well, I can go, you know, try my dream out. But then, then the other thing that a lot of these, uh, and it's maybe I just watch too many movies. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you leave now and go, you know, try your dream, don't come back here. And then you're kicked out of the right. family, you know, you're disinherited. Right. So you're screwed. That's so you right. I mean, you should be, that. that's the luxury that that should afford you. Like, hey, let me go try my dream if it doesn't work out. I can always come back to the macaroni factory. Come on. You know what it, what it sets up is like mini monarchies is what it is. Yep. It's like if you leave, you are exiled. But if you stay, you take over the kingdom. That's right. If you behave. Just like on House of Dragons. That's right. <laughs> With better wigs. 